Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Tasliman kathiran kathiran Khamma badu My brothers and sisters, one of my uh, One of the people who listens to our podcasts uh, Sent me a link Of A channel Um uh, and I don't want to mention that because I don't believe in spreading uh, news about falsehood. But this channel claims to uh, talk about the Quran al Kareem. And uh, it's very interesting if you uh, just look at the. Uh, you know, the taglines that people have and so on. Uh, the tagline of this is, this channel is for Quran lovers who are critical thinkers and evidenced, evidence-based learners. Critical thinkers and evidence-based learners. Uh, we focus on addressing a major problem in our existing books of tafsir, exegesis, all of which misidentified the nature of the Quran, treating it as if it were similar to a collection of poetry, presuming that its words, expressions abide by the traditional language, Arabic language. Now, it, there's a lot more of, uh, of stuff in this uh, same vein, in the same method. So, effectively, um, this channel owner um, and the people who talk about who who, who uh, support this channel, uh, in one stroke, they have trashed uh, all the tafsirs of the Quran, which means starting from Abdullah ibn Abbas, who was the first mufassir of the Quran, uh, to all the people who have uh, all the great scholars, all the imams of fiqh, um, all the sahaba, all those people who uh, communicated the meaning of the Qur'an al-Karim uh, in one stroke, he's trashed them all. So I think that's quite, a, quite an achievement. And uh, of course, if you're going to be trashing the tafsir of the Qur'an, then you are effectively also trashing what the source of that tafsir and that is Rasulullah himself because the tafsir didn't come out of anybody's head it came from what Rasulullah taught now so this this uh, this listener uh, obviously is concerned and uh, may Allah bless him and he said these are whatever, whatever is on this channel I'm reading his word he says the speaker talks about many things from the Quran with proofs which are mind-boggling, as it is opposite to all traditional translations and tafsir. Now, my um, submission to my friend here, as well as to uh, to all of you, is very simple. Let me give you a um, give you an example, illustrated with an example. Those of you who know me. Uh, know that I have uh, expertise in certain fields. So I have expertise in 
leadership development that is my core expertise and uh, in that i have uh, studied and written about i have books on this uh, on uh, family business so the dynamics of business families and how that operates and what must one what one must do and so on i also have uh, written on and i have um, um some expertise i i hate to use the word expertise with with respect to myself because i don't consider myself an expert but anyway to some extent i mean at least i know more than uh, more than someone who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't know so uh, on education uh, so i have that uh, line um i am i am by no means an expert in the quran or or in islam uh, here i am a student and i i'm not trying to be modest i mean this is my own view of myself and i'm struggling along and uh, when someone asks me i share my struggle and if that is helpful to them alhamdulillah if it is not then they should forgive me and i ask allah to forgive me so that's my situation now uh if i announce or i start a channel and this channel is about internal medicine and uh, open heart surgery and i tell you please come to my lecture on internal medicine and open heart surgery uh, what should you logically do what you should logically do if you are a person with any intelligence whatsoever is to ask the very basic fundamental question and that is where is where did you study internal medicine and uh, open heart surgery are you a cardiac surgeon uh are you an uh, are you a physician who specialized in internal medicine now if you're not asking that question and if you then listen to me and my lecture uh or if i start a video channel you you watch those videos and then you find that everything i'm saying is the opposite of whatever your cardiac specialist told you um maybe some of the stuff i say you will like and maybe you will like it more than what your uh, your, your pcp tells you or your, your cardiac specialist tells you and uh, you say oh you know what this is uh, this is wonderful stuff so i'm going to follow this believe me uh, you will regret that very painfully because you will find that your your health is going down the drain and uh, one day you will probably find yourself dead uh because you followed somebody who had no credibility who had no business to be saying what he was saying uh, he had no training he just be you know like my guy's friend used to say he talk as he got mouth uh you know he speaks because he has a mouth and you listening and following uh, that's what would happen now that's exactly the situation uh with this channel as well as uh, many such channels so my submission to you is uh i as i said i will not go into what the channel uh, is saying it's complete garbage but um, my question is not there my question to you is this any time you want to learn anything whatever it is right whether it's flying a plane whether it is uh, cooking some some food or whether it is uh, and especially especially when it is religion when it is islam for god's sake for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake check the credentials of the person teaching you just like you would do if you had to go to a to a doctor if you had to go and do anything uh, which uh, involved 
some level of uh, you know potential risk to yourself you would be very stupid if you didn't verify the credentials of the person who is coming to you with that uh, with a solution and so on uh, and we just blindly follow right because if that person is wrong and that person will be wrong because they do not they do not have the training that is required to get that expertise um, you are the one going to suffer you are the one who is going to suffer please understand just like in any scientific area if you want to uh, be a physicist uh, you can't just pick up a book of physics and read it and become a physicist. Uh, you must undergo a systematic course in physics, going to whichever level you want to learn at. And then you should be guided by a physicist uh, in understanding those concepts and in applying those concepts and so on until you get to a point where you are now deemed to be a physicist in your own right and you are given the right in Arabic, we call it Ijaza, uh, to teach physics. Medicine is a great uh, example to, uh, to illustrate that. Uh, you study medicine, um, you study the theory, you do the practicals, uh, then you do, when you finish that, four, five years, six years, uh, then you have a, a you know, two-year or one-year or two-year uh, course of what is called house surgeonship and different internship, whatever in different countries, different names. But basically, you are practicing medicine under the supervision of a qualified medical practitioner. Uh, and when you finish all of that, then you are giving given the license called a degree to practice medicine. If if I pick up, I say, well, I know English very well. I'm a very dedicated researcher. I'm a, a very dedicated uh, person. I'm, I'm really interested in the subject. So I'm going to read up all the books on, on cardiac, um, on, on, uh, on, on the heart and on cardiac surgery. And then I want to, uh, I'm going to perform a, a cardiac uh, operation. And you say, well, you know, I need open heart surgery. I need a bypass surgery. So why don't I just come to you and you do it for free? Because, you know, uh, you know how to do that. You would be very stupid to, to allow me to do that. And if I were performing that cardiac surgery, I would be breaking the law. I would, I would be doing something illegal because I don't, I do not have, I'm not qualified to be a cardiac surgeon. So please verify, always check who are you learning from. This is a very, very critical element in our learning, which we forget. Today we think we get our deen from YouTube uh, videos. Please, you don't get your medicine from YouTube videos. If you did, you would be very stupid, right? Google, uh, Google doctors. Um, you don't get anything worth, and especially something which is potentially dangerous. You don't just learn it by watching random videos. How? Why do you do that to the dean? In 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 the case of your health, the worst thing that can happen to you is that you can die. And, but the, but guess what? You will die one day anyway, right? I'm not, I'm not saying think of it like that, but that is the reality. Uh, whether you're healthy or you're sick, one day you're going to be dead. But you don't have to be in Jahannam. That is not inevitable. But if you play around with your deen and you take your deen from any old place, just because, oh, this person uh, sounds knowledgeable, oh, this person has studied, studied what? Studied under whom? Who are, it, who are the teachers of that person? That is very, very important. Who are the teachers of that person? A person who is studying Islam unsupervised, just on their own. They can do that for their own interest 
to develop a more, you know more understanding and so on but if they then want to teach that and if they then get into the area of this is this is acceptable that is not acceptable this is halal that is haram uh, this is jayz that is not jayz uh, and they are they are uh, legislating in the deen then believe me this is not just thin ice this is trying to walk on water you will sink and you will drown as simple as that right so please the best advice i can give you on myself is check the antecedents check the qualifications of the person who is teaching don't just open a, a random channel on youtube and watch and say this person has proofs what do you mean proof what is proof what is the meaning of proof allah subhanahu wa taala sent his kitab and allah subhanahu wa taala said this is the book in which there is no doubt and allah subhanahu wa taala said that if it had been revealed from from anybody else it would have been full of contradictions this, this book is not full of contradictions allah subhanahu wa taala said inna nahnu inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafizun this is my dhikr this is my my speech my word and i will protect it this this is yeah, verily we have revealed our, our word and we will protect it the point is that if someone comes to you with a, with the opposite of that and uh, tells you that this is something in the quran but this is actually not there you know, or this is something in the quran somebody invented put it there i mean come on please don't waste your time and i i ask all of you please don't waste my time by even asking these questions check the antecedents check the qualifications of whoever you are listening to before you listen to them otherwise don't waste your time and energy my brothers and sisters I want to end with this beautiful hadith of Rasulullah SAW. It's a, it's a, it's a Sahih hadith, Bukhari and Muslim. Please understand. A, a, a Badu came, a tribal Arab came to him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and said, "Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, tell me what must I do to get Jannah? Huh? Listen to this. Tell me what must I do to get Jannah?" Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "Have faith, believe in La Ilaha Illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah." Have faith and believe that there is no one worthy of, of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of Allah, the last and final messenger. The man said, "I will believe this and nothing more." What else? Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Aqimus salah." He said, "Establish salah, pray the five fard salah at their correct time." The man said, "I will do this and nothing more." Now the Sahaba, the people who were around Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, they got. they were they were getting uh, restive uh, because this man was speaking in a way which was very rough and uh, not in keeping with the adab and the respect that is due to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so but nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam calmed him he said just listen to the man keep quiet then he said what else rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to fast in ramadan to to he said to pay zakat if you are eligible this is the eligibility if you if you have the eligibility then you pay zakat and that will be so much the man said i will pay that much and nothing more He said, "What else?" Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Fast in Ramadan, twenty-nine or thirty days, depending on the moon." He said, "Fast in Ramadan." The man said, "I will fast in Ramadan and nothing more." He said, "What else?" Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "If Allah gives you the uh, istitaat, if He gives you the ability, then do Hajj one time in your life." He said, "I will do that and nothing more." And then he left. So the Sahaba said, "Ya Rasulullah, what kind of a man is this?" Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam pointed to him and he said. If that man does what he said, if that man does what he said, Allah will give him jannah. Now think about that. Here is a man who is talking only about the five pillars of Islam and only about doing that much and nothing more. He is not saying I will pray tahajjud. He is saying five for salah. I will not pray one rakat more than that. Right? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said he will get jannah. 
my submission to is i'm not saying pray only five fard salah pray pray the fard pray the sunnah with it because this is a great beautiful barakah in that the witr is wajib and pray tahajjud and so on but the point i'm making for you my brothers and sisters is this focus on your amal right don't get involved in all these fancy notions about uh, you know this uh, uh, this 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 uh, uh, particular detail in the quran and 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 the other detail in the quran uh, and so on and so on i mean this channel says sara radhiyallahu anha was not the wife of ibrahim alayhi salam and he says there is proof and there is the, the quran never, my point is whether sara alayhi salam was the wife of ibrahim alayhi salam or not tell me how is this relevant to you what are you going to do with that Is it one of the questions that you will be asked on the day of judgment? Do you know whether Sarah is the wife of, of Ibrahim or not? Right? And if you say yes, she is the wife. Oh no, no, you are in Jahannam. Please give yourself some rest. There is so much of confusion in this world. Don't add to that. Right? Don't go into areas where, uh, first of all, you have no business to be there, and secondly, even if you know the answer, even if you know the answer with certainty. how will it help you in any way whatsoever if allah subhanahu wa taala sends jibril alayhi salam to you right now and says this was the situation with sara and ibrahim alayhi salam how will it change your situation how will it make your life any better or worse how will it make your akhirah imagine you are not praying right you are drinking alcohol you are fornicating you are doing all kinds of garbage and you know for certain that sara alayhi salam was the wife or was not the wife of ibrahim alayhi salam and on the day of judgment this is the only thing you have sara alayhi salam was the wife or was not the wife but hold on what about tawhid what about salah what about saum what about zakat what nothing zero where do you think you're going to end with this thing please don't go into stuff which has no benefit stick to the truth and the truth the fundamental is what i said to you at the basic minimum the five pillars of islam just focus on that say focus on that and ask yourself am i practicing this am i what is the am i praying number one first of all do i am i am i on tawhid or do i commit shirk remove the shirk am i praying on time am i praying the salah on time what is the quality of my salah is is it any is it any good at all right what must i do to improve the quality of my salah what about my fasting what about my zakat what about my hajj focus on the things which are which will do you good and which are in your control and work on them stay away from all of this stuff there are people who are professional garbage creators let them do it let them do it when they go before allah it is between them and allah don't fall into their trap that is my advice وصلى الله على نبيه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمه الله